For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're tuned into the Believe in Bengals show with Solomon Wilcott and Adam Pacman jones all right. <clears throat> Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcotton. Adam, hey, our Cincinnati Bengals are red hot. They've won six of their last seven games. And now, guess who we got? The Cleveland Browns are coming to town, man. We've lost five in a row to the Cleveland Browns. We. We got to put an end to this. I got to ask you, how are the Bengals a different team now than when we last played on week eight and they beat us 32 to 13? Well, week eight, we was banged up. You know, we had yeah. uh, Jamar Chase out. We had Stanley Morgan out. We had Josh out. We had Eli. He was banged up with the hamstring. Um, I think um, the offensive line is totally different now. We are playing better. As a unit, um, I think they sacked us three times the last game, or three or four times. Five. Uh, five <laughs> times. <laughs> they sacked um, us five times in that Monday night game, man. Yeah, five times. <laughs> and I think that's the last time that happened. Be, um, but the last four weeks, our offensive line, to me, have jailed. Um, and Joe is doing a good job maneuvering around the pocket and um, keeping his eyes downfield. So I think that's the biggest difference from week eight to re week, uh, what is this, 12 right now? Yeah, we're entering week 14. Damn. The, se I, the season's rolling. <laughs> yeah, we're entering yeah. week 14. That was week eight. Of yeah, course, we eight. yeah, we played four more games since then. We've uh, been able to reel off four straight wins. Uh, we did have a bye week in there, right? Uh, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, in our last four games – We've only given up five sacks. Last time we played them, and it was the last time we lost the game, last time we played them, we gave up five sacks in that one game in the Monday night game against uh, the Cleveland Browns. So I think in that sense, you, you know, uh, we're totally different. So you're right. You pinpointed something where we drastically improved. We're a much more healthier team also. Remember, Jamar Chase didn't play in that game. If you recall, DJ Reader. Josh Tupo didn't play in that game. That yeah. was the game where Chidobia Wuzie was lost for the season, and Eli Apple was already out. So we pretty much played most of that game without our starting uh, two corners. 
Um, another thing is, man, Nick Chubb just grinded us into the That's dust. Right. Yes, he rushed he for over 100 yards in that game. In that game, the Cleveland Browns ran the ball on us uh, 44 run plays for 171 yards and two rushing touchdowns. But, but they had 440 all-purpose yards. So I, I don't oh. know when the last time we done gave up 440 all-purpose yards. They, they, they got us. And I mean, here's – and here's – Oh, my fault. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and here's another uh, point. Um, listen, we went up against the Tennessee Titans, which I, I think they have just as good as offensive line as Cleveland, just as good a defensive line with Jeffrey Simmons. We held Derrick Henry to 38 yards rushing. So there's no doubt in my mind that we can win the line of scrimmage against the Browns. We can hold Nick Chubb under 100. But I said going into that game, and you recall – Against the Cleveland Browns, the way you win, you got to win the line of scrimmage because their offensive line is good and their defensive line with Miles Garrett is plenty good. And we we definitely didn't win the line of, line of scrimmage the last game. Like, we yeah. just went through all the numbers. Um, and another thing, defensive-wise, this might that, that might have been our worst game as, as a defense, I think, this year. Yeah. So um, I don't think that'll happen again. Um, I'm eager to see. But I'm going with Joe. I, I y'all y'all listen to that old stigmatism. Oh, we ain't never beat Cleveland. Well, Sunday we will. You hear me? <laughs> Another thing is, you said it. That was our worst game uh, by far by the defense all yes. season. It was. It was also the worst game by our offense. Our offense did not play good. We scored only 13 points. We had only 229 yards total offense. And you remember, because you were hot after this game, we only ran the ball 10 times that night yes. for 38 yards rushing on the game. It was a franchise low for rushing attempts. And since then, we've seen the light. Our running backs have been red hot in the last four games since we lost that game in Cleveland. And – the big part about the last game, I went back and looked at the the longest plays. Like, there's no way you can win a game when you got 53, 37, 21, 15, 12. Like, you giving up that many long plays and, and time of possession, it's hard mm -hmm. to win a game on the defense wise. So, but one thing about Lou, we got Lou. And we know, we know what Lou gonna do. But check this. I mean, how do how does this happen? This is the NFL. How does this happen? How do you beat the Kansas City Chiefs three in a row, but you lose five in a row to the Cleveland Browns? How do you make sense of that for me? I have no idea how to make that make sense. I don't know. Only only thing I can say <laughs> really is when Joe done played the Browns, he's never been full, full, full go. Like the whole team is what I'm saying. Last year, um, I forget who was out. I think it was T-Boy had the big game, but somebody was out. When they played them this year, uh, Jamar was out. So let's see. Let's see. Sunday at home. I think. I, I think we're gonna change the narrative. I. I personally, I think there's certain teams that just get up for other teams. Like we now get up for Pittsburgh, right? And we know we can beat them. Yeah, they stole one week one, but Joe wasn't right coming off the appendectomy. I mean, we kick the field. We kick an extra point. We win the game, but. Listen, we get up for them now. No more are they the bully of the division. That, those days are over. We get up for the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And, and the Kansas City Chiefs are thinking, ah, Bengals, yeah, they got lucky. No, we didn't. Bam. Beat them again. No, we didn't. Bam. Beat them again. Cleveland Browns, you can't tell me that we're getting up for Cleveland, at least not in the last five games. Right. And I think they've gotten up for us, but I think they've gotten our attention now. And guess what? Ain't no sneaking up on us now. Right, Adam? <laughs> I, I totally agree. This is a game that we are circling from now on. I'm quite sure Joe is circling it, too. That's right. That's right. I think we have to. I think they've gotten our attention. I think they have a great offensive line. I think they have one of the best yes. pass rushers in the game, yes. uh, Miles Garrett. And we're going to talk about him in a moment. Uh, but he's one of the best in the game. And our offensive line, the way that our team is built, we got to be prepared with how their team is built. I got to tell you, man, the one thing that concerns me most going into the Sunday game against the Cleveland Browns, of course, yes, they've beaten us five times in a row. But I'm concerned about Miles Garrett because he's had at least one or more sack against the Cincinnati Bengals in seven of their last eight games against us. He's gone five straight games with a sack against the Cincinnati Bengals. This guy's a terror. He's taking up real estate in our backfield. He's moving right next door. The last time we played him on Halloween, he had a tombstone in his yard with Joe Burrow's name on it. So I got to ask you, Adam, how do we control Miles Garrett on Sunday? Well, we can't do what we did last time and go, <laughs> no. throw, go, go throw the damn ball a hundred times. That didn't work because guess what? He got right. to pin his ears back and play the run second and play the pass first. I think truly we got to do a, get him, get Joe up on the center, play action. And when the play action going, it need to go to Miles' side. That way he can get help from the back to block. Did you hear me? Yeah. Play action. To yeah. his side. When you run the ball, run straight at his ass. That's right. You know what That's I mean? Right. It can't do nothing but slow him down. But um, I, I think if when and when we do go uh shotgun, the back must uh sit sit. What it what is it called? Sniff sift uh mouths before he release every time. Chip, you got chipping. Chip, you got chip. They call it they call it sift or something though. Yeah, they, yeah. They so it. so here's the deal. We did that. And our left tackle, Jonah Williams, stepped outside. Even though the back is up, uh, is helping him on the outside spin move, he let Miles Garrett spin inside and still get the sack. So the technique has got to improve by Jonah Williams. There's no doubt. Even when he's getting help from the back, you made a really good point. You do got to run the ball more. You got to run it at Miles Garrett. Ten rushing attempts in the game, like we did on that Monday night game, you're not really helping the offensive line. You're not helping our passing game. When we do throw it, it's got to be, like you said, off the run action, blocking, double teaming on, on Miles Garrett, and then come off on the play action. When we played him on the Monday night game week eight, here's what he did. Eight total pressures. He had a sack and a half himself. The team had five sacks on us because he, he creates so much disruption. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Function, and now the other guys are coming clean. 
Uh, he himself had five times he hurried the throw of Joe Burrow. And you remember early in the game, he had that Did one tip, tip yeah. that resulted into a Joe Burrow interception. So he was a game wrecker, man. This guy, he is that kind of player. I really believe they have one of the league's best pass rushers in Miles Garrett. They have one of the league's best cornerbacks in Denzel Ward. Now, you and I know T. Higgins took him behind the woodshed. It wasn't Ward. It was Greedy Williams. He had a 41-yard touchdown reception. Higgins is going to make his. But I think having uh, Jamar back, I think, is really important. But we cannot let Miles Garrett beat us at the line of scrimmage by tipping up the passes or getting pressure on Joe Burrow. And I'm quite sure Joe told told uh, the lineman, chop his ass next time. <laughs> next time he jump his ass up in the air, you go chop his ass. And that'll stop all that jumping. But, like, um, I'm I'm eager to see how I go. Um, I did. I, I'm still taking the Bengals to win. Um, I think this is going to be – I think – I don't think it's going to be close, Ollie. I think we're going to attack them the same way – I think that we are attacking them the same way we play Tennessee. Play five down, make uh, Watson throw the ball. He off rhythm all time. I, I, I just don't think he can beat us being on the streets for 12 weeks. And we, yeah, we're about to get to that. That'll be our next segment because when we come back, we're going to talk about the fact that there's a new element uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals-Cleveland Browns rivalry. That's right. Deshaun Watson will play in this rivalry for the first time. You know what? Hey, that's right. The Cleveland Browns has beaten us five consecutive games, and now they got a new wrinkle to their attack. They got a guy by the name of Deshaun Watson, a guy that you and I respect greatly as a football player. He made his very first return to play in the NFL after a 700-day sabbatical. He had served the suspension. He served his time. Now we're just here to talk about ball. He didn't look that great last week. In his uh, debut with the Cleveland Browns, he was throwing one hoppers. He was throwing them in the dirt. He even threw an interception. So what do you think about the return of Deshaun Watson at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? Um, it's going to take time. I, I had a whole year off and had a chance to come back and play. In the first six weeks, I'm like, yo, what the? This ain't me. <laughs> this ain't me right here, you know. And then you you go back and you start critiquing. Then you start feeling you feeling back like you said. But it take time because the game is so fast, bro. Yeah, I know. It's fast, right. and yeah. and you can say what you want. Like it's like being a backup. Then you get put in the game. No, it's not. Nope. No, it's not because the backup get the reps in practice. Um, you know, go through all the mechanics as a starter. But when you ain't been in the stadium and had a chance to be around and work and practice. It take time. Hey, look, there's a reason why we practice. Yeah. There's a re in the game, the tempo goes up even faster than in practice, but the intensity is really what's missing. He couldn't even set his feet, man. I, I Deshaun Watson, I this dude can ball. And I think by the time he comes in next season, when he'll be really ready, I think they'll be that much more formidable. I really do believe that. And I think the AFC North will have a combination of some of the best quarterbacks of any division in the NFL. I just think he ain't quite there yet. And the proof is in the pudding. Because last week he had a career-low quarterback passer rating. He threw one hoppers in the dirt. Do you know why they won that game against the Houston Texans, who everybody has beaten? They scored on a 76-yard punt return by Donovan Peoples-Jones. 
They had a fumble return for a touchdown on defense. They had an interception return for a touchdown. On they had two touchdowns on defense and one on special teams. That's how they beat the Texans because the offense couldn't bust a great. Yeah, but that Donovan Jones, woo. Oh, he nice. He's nice. Nice. Oh, he, he, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's nice. Yeah, you told me about uh, Jones, though. I ain't know he was really like. Yeah, man. All of that. I'm, last time he played us, he killed us too. He had four for 81 out the backfield. He were key. Well, and their receivers, I think, are good receivers. I look, I think the Cleveland Browns are building a team. This is this is this rivalry is back now. If we if you ain't paying attention, and I'm not saying that, uh, I just tell the truth. I'm saying it because I think the battle of Ohio is special. These two teams are good teams. And now the court, I think the quarterback, you said it. He's rusty, not quite ready for the smoke that Trey Hendricks is about to bring, that smoke right. that Sam Hubbard's about to bring. He's not ready for that smoke that Lou Anaromo is bringing, that same smoke that um, uh, Patrick Mahomes could not avoid. So I, the team is playing better in every facet and in every category. So I, that's going to be the real point. And uh, we got to get after uh, our boy, uh, we got to get after Deshaun Watson. There is no doubt about it. And here's another thing, because you mentioned this. We got to get after Nick Chubb. So how do we do that? Me personally, I would play them the same way I played Tennessee. I know the last time we played them, Mario Cooper had 100 and I think 31 yards. Who cares? I would play five, five down. Hey, look, you're going to have to beat me throwing the ball. Deshaun, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do the same thing I did yep. last week with uh with Mahomes. I'm a zone rush you. I'm not gonna let you get outside the pocket. I'm gonna make you step up into the pocket and beat us. I don't think that can happen. I, I and the timing of the game, I keep saying that like it's fast, man. Like, and if if he can catch it in two weeks, woo, he's special. But I ain't seen, I haven't seen it. Um, Solly, if you watch him last week, um. And the guys around him can play. Yeah, absolutely. And they absolutely. showed that. They showed that the last time we played them without him. That's right. That's right. Look, I, you know, my big thing is we're gonna, I think we're gonna be better because we're gonna score more than 13 points. Yeah, we are. Which we scored last time. We're gonna be better because we're gonna gain more than 229 yards total offense, which is what we had last time. That that was a season low for the Bengals. 13 points was a season low. 10 rushing attempts, a season low. But you're right. We've got to come out smoking because if we get the lead, Kevin Stefanski, the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, has not shown that he's willing to stay committed to the run game and to Nick Chubb when they are behind on the scoreboard. When they're leading like they did us last night, oh, they'll just keep feeding that run game. 44 rushing attempts. Yeah. But if he gets behind on the scoreboard, Joe Burrow can take us down and get early points in the game. That's when we tend to play our best for some reason. When we have struggles on those first two possessions, can't get any points, we st we tend to grind to a slower pace offensively. That's something that I'm going to pay attention to. Remember, the Bengals have won, Adam, six of their last seven games. We've now won four in a row since the Week 8 loss to the Cleveland Browns, 32-13 to in that Monday night game on Halloween so we've had the hot hand because we've been clicking just about everywhere. Joe Burrow has had the hot hand. Now, why is it that he's 0-3 against Patrick Mahomes 
and the Kansas City Chiefs, but he's 0-4 against the Cleveland Browns. So I need to ask you, will this be Joe Burrow's first win of his career against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday? Yeah, trick-or-treat is over with. You got to take <laughs> hey, hey, you got to take your costume off when y'all come in here Sunday because it's going to be some real business. I think it's over with, Sally. I think we're a better team than we was week eight all around special teams, uh, offense, defense, um, and coaching. I think our guys are playing at a high level. I think we're, we're uh, hitting our peak at the right time. I will say that. Now, this is a good team. Um, we struggled with them in the past. But um, if we want to be who we say we are, we got to win this game. And I think Joe Burrows, uh, he let it let it be known on Sunday. Well, two things I'm happy about, right? Um, we're expected to have Joe Mixon back. He's been out for the last couple of games, the concussion protocol. So RJP Ryan has been phenomenal. And we've even gotten Chris Evans worked back into the rotation. So a healthy Joe Mixon, um, Samaj P. Ryan doing what he does, Chris Evans now getting into the mix. I think early on we got to lean on our offensive line to dominate at the line of scrimmage. We got to uh, lean into our running backs being able to make the first unblocked defender miss. Because what that does, it puts us in third and short, third and reliable for, for Joe Burrow. And we don't have to worry about trying to pass protect early in the game against Miles Garrett. And the more we run at him, the more we wear him down, and we're still able to protect our quarterback. And then everything will grow from there. The other thing I'm happy about, I don't believe the Browns' defensive secondary members can match up with our receivers when Jamar Chase is on the field. I remember in that Monday night game, they were saying, ah, the Browns didn't match up really well. Well, T. Higgins torched them for a 40-yard touchdown. And so I don't know where this matchup stuff is coming from, but I don't believe their corners can match up with our receivers when we are when we've got all three of them on the field. I don't know. I don't know that Hayden Hurst is going to play in this game. Um uh, he's got the calf injury, but I do believe our wide receivers can dominate against their secondary. So it's good to have Chase back. It's good to have Joe Mixon back. Yeah, it is. And last, remember I told you last time that Joe will not change his ways. He didn't change his ways last time, but they got up. Remember, they got up on us. Okay. It was like 13. I think, what was the first half? 13-0 first half? And yeah, they, uh, had a, they had a sizable lead at halftime, yeah, there's and, no doubt. And he played kind of conservative, but he went back to the same Joe with the one-on-one. -on -one. That's how T. Higgins caught him. But I'm eager to see how it's going to line up this week with all three of our guys being healthy. Because I know I don't know. I don't. I, I. I. Ward. I like him as a corner, but I don't think he can handle T. Boyd. I'm going to say uh, T. Higgins or uh, uh, Jamar. Um, he don't go in the slot, so that's a non-factor. They slot guy definitely can't handle T. Boyd. So we just got to figure out a way to not let them pin. <laughs> excuse me. Pin their ears back and come after us. So um, we got to mix it up. We can't just throw it a hundred times now. Joe is back healthy. So we yep. got to use that run game in the play action. Run the ball on offense to slow down their pass rush. Yes. And our defense has just got to, like you said, a five-man front, control the line of scrimmage against Nick Chubb. Here are the numbers. Look, they had five sacks on us last time. We can't let that happen. They had 172 rush yards on us last time. We can't let that happen. 
They were four for five down inside the red zone. We can't let that happen. They converted 61% of their 13 third down plays. We've got to get off the field on third down, and we got to win inside the red zone. Now, that really what that means is we got to win the line of scrimmage with our defensive line. It is so important to know this, Adam. DJ Reader's a difference maker. He didn't play in the first game against Cleveland. Josh, Josh Tupo, our best two interior defensive tackles were out in the week eight game. You said yeah. it at the top. We were banged up. We're now fresh and healthy. I We got to win the line of scrimmage. And I think DJ Reader and Josh Tupo, particularly on our defensive line, weigh heavily in our ability to get off the field on third down, to not allow them to win on four or five red zone possessions. And they definitely ain't going to rack up 170-plus rush yards on Lou Romo's defense on Sunday. Definitely not with them two back. It ain't happened. It ain't happened before this. It won't happen this week. All right. Um, bet your money. Um, If you're a bad man, I'm betting my money with the Bengals. I'm saying they do cover the spread. But I definitely like them on money line, flat out win. What's the spread? I think it's three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Got to cover three and a half, man. We were outright winning the game. All right, Adam. Hey, it's been great. We want to thank all of our viewers once again for joining us right here on the Believe in Bingo podcast delivered by 828 Logistics. We'll be back. That's right. We'll continue to cover these Bengals every step of the way from now all the way through the postseason right here on Bally Sports Ohio. Take care. Have a good weekend, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.